0: another episode of ST Talks. I'm Laura Demmer, your host, and today I'm here with Kevin Zimba, ST Genetics, Eastern Region Manager, who is also a part of the Style Genetics Advancement Team. Welcome to the podcast today, Kevin.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me.
0: In this ST Talks podcast episode, we are going to be exploring all that ST Genetics Style Genetics program has for those who strive to develop the next show ring winner. So Kevin, to start, can you give us some history on the program, how it got started, and what sires really took it to the next level?
1: Sure, and and, you know, first, I I think there's there's it's not um, it's a it is a team that really is designed behind um, STV both in the genetics creation, but in discussion about style bulls and and that direction. You know, uh, David Kendall, Dan Carroll. Uh, Tim Round, John Anderson, myself, um, our team members from Canada and and across uh, into Europe, all having a little bit of influence in in that direction. So we're we're very um, blessed to have um, multiple people um, adding input thoughts um, of what the breeders that they work with um, are asking for from a uh, type and style perspective. Um, in, in speaking about the history, you know, if we go back to, uh, you know, the beginning of Sexing Technologies and the acquisition of Transworld Genetics and then TAG, and then most recently in 2014 of Taurus, um, each of those individual entities brought um, some of the, the high typables, uh from their individual programs um, trans Transworld Genetics with Acne um, tag with millennium in the Holstein side, and even some bulls like free beer from the Airshare world. Um, and then Taurus had a pretty strong uh, lineup of uh, type style oriented bulls. Um, bulls in the brown Swiss world of Amory uh, and Jade um, Jersey uh, Tequila. I mean, uh, Tequila was was and is. Um, one of the most predominant uh, high-type Jersey bulls of the history of the Jersey breed. So ST is privileged to be a part of his story. Um, And then even on the Holstein side with bulls like absolute and awesome. So once ST kind of uh, merged all of those entities and then started bringing in some of the bulls um, from breeders and even a little bit from the internal program, uh, in April of 2019, we actually all sat in a room and and named the program with Juan Moreno uh, style, and um, it really fits. You know, we can use the st and we can use the style of the animals that our breeders are looking for.
0: Right, an excellent name for a show program. Um, so, like you said earlier, this is this is a program that truly brings some excellent people to the table. Um, so when you're sitting down with, with the team, what are you searching for, um, when you're looking for bulls for this program?
1: Yeah. And that's an evolving process. And I think one of the things that we take very responsibly is the fact that the, what, what it is that the uh, high type, uh, show ring style or even just the good high type barn cow oriented breeder is looking for is, is evolving. Um, You know, the world of big, massive frame, um, old fashioned, I guess, style cows is is kind of passe. And even in the show ring we're we're looking for more of that balanced frame structure. Uh, So I think it's really important that when we're looking at, linear profiles uh, and the cow families that those um, bulls and and females are coming from that we're looking at traits that modernize type, um, moderating some stature, uh, slight slope to the rump, a little bit more set to the leg as that world has gotten a little bit straight. Um, The balance of that nice balance of dariness, but with adequate strength width all the way through, so when we put those traits together, you know ultimately too, our producers are asking for um, a little bit more production and a little bit more health and fertility so anything that we can do and it's an it's a big ask right like that's a lot of different traits to kind of throw into a type profile um, i I must have you know, all of these together. But I think we try very hard to uh, evaluate, you know, what's going to be the opportunity for not only sales, but the uptake of that bull by breeders, whether it's um, the sire stack or the cow family that it comes from. And does it have, you know, like the world of DPR, you know, we need to try to find more of the bulls that, can sire the right kind of uh, type, but also um, be, you know, greater than, say, minus one and a half or minus one for DPR, because we need to protect the fertility of that portion of the industry as well.
0: Right. So as you had just stated, this is an evolving evolving goal that you keep searching for. But what would you say is ST genetics goals with the style genetics program? It's a fairly, I mean, honestly, the style genetics program is fairly new, um, even though we did have type bulls prior, uh, the style genetics program that was branded has only come out in the past five-ish years. So what is the goals moving forward?
1: I think the goals are to use that trait profile that we, we just talked about to influence um, the breeding decisions. Um, Having a bull that becomes influential in the population is is your ultimate goal. I mean, it's a pride for the program. It's a pride of the breeders who bred the bull. Um, When we talk about um, shows and sales, um that occur within our industry, you know, one of the highlights, I can tell you that Juan Moreno um, watching World Dairy Expo this year, I mean, he was beaming with pride and, and all of our team was as well. You know, when you see bulls like Delta Lambda um, and altitude and Kid Rock um, have that amount of influence in, in the breed in their breeds, but also the respect of the breeders. So when we talk about the goals, the goals are for our breeders to vote um, with their, their, I guess you would say, their dollars and purchases of, of ST genetics and have those bulls be foundation sires for the next generation. Um, so we're very proud that we're starting to establish that portfolio of name recognition with the sires that we have within the style program and want to continue that, um, not only with our internal program, but working with breeders that are going to develop these, uh, future sires, um, but have that long lasting impression that these, these bulls were brought in with purpose to make better cattle. Um, that will improve um, their individual breeds, both from a type perspective and some of the traits that make them more productive.
0: Right. And I think with the team that we have on this program and the portfolio we're currently working with, um, that's definitely a very reachable uh, destination for Mm -hmm. the style program. So the style program is an all breeds portfolio. Um, just to, you know, start diving into some of these different breeds. Can we start with the Holsteins? What are some of the current standout sires um, in this subdivision of the program?
1: Sure. And I think yeah, you have to start with uh, the bulls like Chief and Delta Lambda. Um, you know, Chief is a is a bull that when you look at his pedigree, you know, there's actually a little bit more of a I don't want to call it commercial, but it's, it's a little bit of, uh, there's a couple crosses to McCutcheon, Observer, um, High Octane. You, you have an, an interesting pedigree that's a little bit different than some of the traditional um, type sires of, of uh, that time period. And now that Chief has multiple daughters in, in milking form, I mean, he's, he's just uh, like he stamps them. I mean, he makes uh, daughters that have incredible udders, beautiful texture, balance of uh, frame and strength, that slight slope to the rump, and they're not extreme for stature. Um, The one thing that Chief does better than any bull I've ever seen in the industry is consistency. Um, When you see a Chief daughter, you have actually created a stamp in your mind and when you see another chief daughter, you can automatically recognize up, oh, there's another chief. Um, so we're very proud of that bull. Delta Lambda um, is just writing his, uh, he's like on the second chapter of his own book. You know, um, he's a bull that was brought in as, as more of a genomic TPI with a little bit of type bull. And once the daughters started to uh, milk, and we we heard from breeders how well they were doing about a year year ago. Um, you know it was it was incredibly impactful, and to watch uh, through 2021 that bull's evolution to being um, sought after worldwide at a high high level has been incredible. And now we're seeing Delta Lambda being a preferred sire in uh IBF and embryo transfer work with all of the uh current show winners in the uh industry. So I think his uh story is is going to continue to grow. His popularity is at an all-time high. So and then you you throw in uh Lambda's sire Delta himself. You know Delta himself is quietly um, one of those bulls that a lot of dairymen go back to and and use as a pure tight bull. Um, he makes daughters that last incredibly well and in herds have incredibly wear, wearable udders, they last forever. Um, and we even saw this year that the um, fourth place production cow at World Dairy Expo was a Delta daughter. Um, so you look at some of those bulls, they're called more of that tried and true. Um, They've, they've uh, made the daughters that have won in the show ring, both as heifers and now as cows. Um, and it's exciting to watch their uh, level of influence. And you could throw a bull like first grade into that mix as well. Um, he's had a couple uh, daughters that have done exceptionally well in the show ring, uh, both in the US, Canada, and over in the UK. Um, some younger bulls that probably have potential here um, with daughters uh you know more in heifer form are uh, royal crush um crush time crush time is is you know an incredible bull in and of himself you know uh he's got a lot of milking daughters uh probably didn't get used as heavily in the u.s market but uh, overseas in the UK, uh, through a lot of the countries over there. He's uh, made, you know, very, I mean, amazing daughters in Italy, Spain, France, that are just doing everything that we we could want that bull to do from a high type, really incredible udders, again, great feet and legs and balanced profile. Uh, I think that bull will get a lot more use uh, throughout the U.S. and and Canada. Um, Another bull that's really interesting is Admiral. Um, Admiral Daughters are uh, doing incredibly well. Um, Another bull that came from Lucky that, you know, is uh, um, just a nice balance of uh, dairy strength, length through the frame uh, with good feet and legs. Another bull that's gonna get uh, a daughter proof uh, this spring is upgrade. Um, First uh, three or four milking upgrades I've seen uh, have been pretty impressive. Lots of whip, um, especially through the rump, extremely wide rear udders. Uh, I think he's gonna be a bull that maybe sires a little bit more frame, a little bit more size. Um, but, um, I think those that, that get them into milking form are going to go, wow, these are, these are pretty impressive young cows. Um, so then, you know, you throw in uh, a few bulls like Melio. Um, we have a new moving son named Chuck, um, that, that comes back, um, uh, to, um, uh, a really deep, uh, cow family. Um, that that's over three and a half on type and another bull that probably moderates uh, the DPR as well. Um, one bull that I think gets uh, that needs to get a lot of use is perennial um, perennial, you know, combines uh, crushable and uh, high octane, um, you know, from uh, Richard Hull's program in Australia, um, that bull probably, um, does When you look at bulls in the industry that uh, balance out uh, frame uh, incredible udders, the highest udder composite bull available, um, he has that moderation in production, decent amount of uh, health and fertility, and then you throw the cow family mix. I mean, that, that bull should be used everywhere, we hope, and we're even using him internally. As a as a future sire father. So we think very highly of the bull and we we hope that breeders will as well.
0: That is a lot of exciting, and you know, that's a full portfolio for the Holstein style program, um, which is an extremely impressive feat, but something that I hope breeders take advantage of. Um, but moving on, I guess, in my opinion, one of our strongest offerings in this, in the style program. Um, Which is kind of hard to say after you know we just talked about all those bulls, but um, one of our strongest offerings I think would be our red and white portfolio. What sires here have proven themselves, and what new sires um, do we have that could interest some of these breeders?
1: Yeah, and I I like how you introduced that, Laura. I mean, we we probably uh, have put ourselves in a great position. You know, when when you go back to the history of bringing in bulls like Absolute. And then Awesome, we actually established ourselves early on as a, as a program that um, wanted to have an influential place in the red um, side of the, the type world. And we've been blessed, uh, quite honestly, with bulls that have come into the program and, and honestly uh, have, uh, have proven themselves incredibly well. As we talked about Awesome, I mean, Awesome still sells... Um, quite a bit of semen uh, domestically and and worldwide uh, from the standpoint of he's a pure utter bull. I mean, a pure utter bull that puts strength and balance into the frames. Um, So he's a bull that still fits in a lot of places. Um, You know, they're not extreme tall, but they're very strong. They're very square and um, have... I mean, lights out. udders, um, that beautiful deep seam, lots of veins and texture. Um, we've been greatly um, satisfied with Jordy. Um, Jordy is probably a bull that you know he got used pretty heavy. Um, we had to wait, and I always love the the industry because uh, you know you have uh, basically different phases of a bull's history. You know, you have the 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 bull gets used early. Um, because dairies or breeders want to use that bull early. Um, and then there's kind of like this low period until calves are born. Uh, then the calves are born, and then you start seeing them in the show ring, and then um, the bull hits the, uh, I call it the, uh, the the holy grail of acceptance uh, when milking daughters uh, come into the form. Um, and Geordie has definitely done all phases. Uh, you know, um, if you're going to pick on Jordy, you, you wish they had a little bit more femininity, but he, he probably is a bull that puts that youthful appearing frame and youthful utter into an incredible package. And the thing that I like the most about the Geordies is that when they calve for lactation two, and now I've seen probably 15 to 20 in lactation three, I really can tell you, I think this is a bull that's going to make a lot of uh, four or five age cows that are going to stay relevant in the show ring, uh, stay relevant for breeders from a high scoring type perspective. And uh, we're going to look back at this bull's career and and he's going to have many phases because he's, he's just a, a bull that does so many things so well from, from udders and length of frame and, and, uh, how the, well the cows, uh, last, um, altitude is the emerging star. Um, you know, altitude is a bull, a little bit different bred being an arvis son um, out of one of the most, uh, I mean, influentially famous cows um, of the Holstein breed in Adler. Um, and the fact that, you know, she was able to transmit her beautiful style and balance and grace onto a Red Bull sired by a Defender's son is, is not only impressive, but has a huge amount of impact long term. Um, when you think about that, um, you know, Arvis is an outcross, he is an ST bull and the influence into altitude will allow the red breed to bring in just a little bit more production. And I think that's, that's really important, you know, and, um, altitude does some things that maybe no other bull, um, in the red breed has done in quite a while. Um, he's gonna sire, um, that pretty high style, but he's gonna do it with, um, a lot of milk. Um, you know, the early altitudes that I got the opportunity to see in milking form last spring and early summer, uh, I think I saw four or five, uh, just fresh. And I, I knew right then and there that we were we were in for a, a good ride on, on the opportunities altitude's gonna bring for a lot of breeders. And now we see altitude being used as a um, predominant choice in the black and whites. Um, I think his influence is going to just, uh, I actually call him the Delta Lambda of the red breed. Um, I really think that the bull can have a, a huge impact. Uh, in a lot of different ways. And, um, you know, another bull that his story is just in the first chapter. So I'm um, really excited about him. Um, a newer bull that I'm personally pretty excited about is Doral red, um, altitude's first son. And, um, I, I, I've, I've seen now I think six tabs and, uh, They're young, um, but they're very, very uh, high style. Lots of length, lots of openness. Uh, I think you're going to see this spring and and through the summer, uh, Doral's hit the the red and white top 10 lists at a lot of our spring and summer shows. So I, I encourage breeders to look to Doral as a bull that will add a little bit of that width to the rump A little bit of that nice, moderate slope to the rump. And he's really going to help with the set to the leg. I think Doral used on Jordy will add uh, a level of production and um, a little bit of set to the leg and a little bit more uh, rear rib and flank. So I think um, that's a really nice group of Red Bulls that are in the program. And if you don't mind, I, I'd just like to mention a few of the red carrier bulls that are a complement to the red program. and Movin has been a a really good uh, bull for the program. and unfortunately, Movin is is no longer um, alive. there's There's a limited amount of semen available on him. But the first daughters are going to calve here this spring and uh we have pretty high expectations for him um a bull that does some pretty cool um interesting things a little bit of slope to the rump a lot of strength a lot of width uh, a lot of openness um and if we look at his linears from a, a foot and leg perspective and an utter perspective he he's a standout bull being uh well over two points for both udders and feet and legs. And uh, having you know, worked with and seen quite a few moving uh, bred heifers and, and yearlings, uh, the thing that really stands out to me is how well they track from behind, uh, how steep their foot angle is. So really excited to see how the movins all calve in. And, and those uh, movins that are red and, and have it, have done well in the show ring are, are going to continue to have a, a big influence. Um, we've added a couple new red carrier bulls in War Chant, who's the first available warrior son in the uh, industry out of a King Dock Dam. Um, Laser um, is a really interesting red carrier bull. He's actually 4.1 per type, which makes him the number one red carrier bull. Um, The new bulls, uh, Architect and Aircraft uh, and Witchman uh, are all really, really interesting bulls that go back to the apple cow family. They're all sired by Hancock. um, Architect and Aircraft are red carriers. They're Architects over four points for type. Aircraft is 378, I believe, for type. Um, They're going to be really well-used bulls because they're going to bring a little bit of that um, production, um, nice, solid health traits, extreme type, um, really good udders, nice moderate slope to the rump from incredible cow families um, with a a unique sire stack. So I think those bulls are going to really have a big um, impact, uh, not only at ST, but for the breeders that use them. So we we continue to try to find and, and bring in bulls like that um, that are that are going to have a positive impact on the program. And, you know there there are more bulls like Lustrous PP Hatchet, Careful, uh, Breakshot that are all new bulls as well that are going to have um, their place uh, um, within our breeders uh, breeding programs. And all of those bulls are over three points of type. They're they're very balanced in their profiles. A lot of them have different levels of production um, that are going to have a a positive influence from that perspective. And you know, Lustrous PP, um, especially being the only uh, homozygous polled three point type bull in the industry, um, has already been used heavily as a sire father, but. Um, I see him being used uh, continuously by breeders here in the last uh, 60 days as a mating sire in IVF programs. So um, really, really excited that ST has the opportunity to diversify its uh, portfolio of uh, bulls that we can offer for different reasons for breeders that are looking for um, production, um, high type, even polled and red and red carrier. So I I think going back to the goals of the program is to find sires that meet the needs of all of the producers uh, that we try to serve. And from a breeding perspective, we know that the breeders that we work with are very passionate about breeding for high um, scoring, um, respected cattle that, that present themselves well in the show ring and we are equally passionate about providing bulls that will, um, do those tasks.
0: Absolutely. I mean, honestly, just a portfolio with a ton of promise. So, um, in our, in our last ST talks, um, I had you and David Kendall on to talk about the Brown Swiss program. Um, we had a great conversation and, um, you guys did touch on some of the style bulls in the program. So, could you just give us a quick rundown on a, a few of the exceptional Brown Swiss um style slayers that we do have?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, another program, you know, we're we're very um fortunate to have um developed and you know, going back to the bulls like Emery and Jade, that were um, you know, the origins of uh ST's uh, development into uh type and style. Um Probably the bulls that today we're the most excited about, of course, are famous and foremost. Um, famous is, you know, emerged as, you know, basically one of the go-to bulls in the brown Swiss breed um, for that high type, high style um, combination. And, uh, you know, the a bull that maybe a year, year and a half ago had a lot of success uh, from a show ring perspective with heifers, but now seeing um, milking daughters, um, you know, getting nominated All-American is, is incredibly rewarding. Um, and I think another bull that, you know, his, his chapter is, you know, probably, you know, he's got more, more to do uh, to influence in, in that, that in part of the uh, brown Swiss breed and he's still used very heavily today um, by a lot of breeders to uh, sire that next generation of, uh, of show winners. Uh, Foremost is a bull that we're really, really proud to have as part of the program. Um, very fortunate that that Ken main called me up one day and, and, and kind of convinced me that this was a good idea. Uh, Foremost was actually at a, a custom collection facility that's, not very far away from me personally, and and he was actually driving the truck uh, with the bull on the trailer, headed back to Ideal, and he he asked if if we wanted to uh, work on a deal to bring foremost to ST um, that next week. I actually was in Texas, got a chance to visit with Juan directly, and Juan Moreno has a very strong passion for the Brown Swiss breed. Um, and, uh, that is something that we were very fortunate to have. And, you know, it, it was a, a no brainer, uh, for him to bring Foremost in. And, you know, once he got, uh, collecting and, and, uh, and working, um, it's been very exciting to see the uptake, um, by breeders, uh, to see Foremost, uh, being, uh, offered at, a you know, um, 4 million, uh, sex semen product um, that's set at high purity. So, um, I think you're going to see more foremost. Um, you know, he, he's had the opportunity to sire the the reserve grand at Madison and, um, you're going to see more and more daughters of, of both foremost and famous and secret weapon, um, is a, a dynamite son. Um, and Mr. Dependable is a dynamite out of Delilah. Um, both from incredibly deep cow families from Elite and uh, both are doing some really, really amazing things with daughters. So we're very excited about both Secret Weapon and Mr. Dependable um, adding more daughters and and having some of their daughters uh, be nominated as heifers or or do exceptionally well for breeders, uh, you know, in, in local and state shows. So um, those are probably the four bulls that, that are the current go-to bulls in the type world for brown Swiss. Uh, Martini is another bull that's probably a little bit more of what we would call the Delta Lambda style, um, a little bit of production, um, moderated uh, health and fitness and, and great type. And, you know, he he was able to sire a couple uh, nominations himself uh, this past year, in a bull that probably uh, should be used more. Um, a little bit different um, sire stack, and and very influential from that um, ability to uh, sire high style with with some level of production and help.
0: Excellent. I mean, that's quite a few exciting sires from some of the most influential run swiss breeders there are so what um what a great lineup that that is so can you now touch you you mentioned before tequila when um he was brought into st and the obvious influence that he had on the jersey breed so do you want to expand a little bit on that and how we have built the jersey style program um and what we currently have for the show side of things
1: yeah that that's a you know, uh, a great, um topic and and we could have our own story on the jersey end of uh style but you know tequila definitely uh like i had the opportunity to come to st here in 2018 and you know maybe i'll i'll put a little bit of a personal touch on this because i i have a son who is uh currently devoted his life work so far to the jersey breed and Holstein breeder, uh, it's uh, very interesting and, and exciting to have someone in, in the family just uh, grab the reins and go with Jersey. Um, and when I came to ST, you know, tequila was really the, the lone star um, in the Jersey type world. And we often got asked by breeders, um, you know, what do you have coming? And uh, we, we really didn't have anything coming and as uh, oh, I think it was in twenty twenty end of two thousand nineteen, actually, yeah, two thousand nineteen um you know it was obvious that tequila was on his last leg, and we kind of had a discussion about how do we um revamp the Jersey portion of our style program and uh add some um genetics to the program that um breeders wanna use so um, we got to work, um, we had the, um, I had the fortunate, um, conversation with, uh, Michael Heath and, um, Nathan Thomas about bringing Kid Rock into the program. And, um, that's been nothing short of, a, a magical, uh, journey, uh, for that influence that he's been able to have thus far. Um, it's unfortunate that we, we lost the bull here just recently. Um, there is still semen available. Um, and I think we're just starting to see the Kid Rock daughters uh, cab in. And uh, the early reports are pretty amazing. Um, Michael tells me that the daughters that are cabbing in, you know, have great uh, width to the rear udder, really nice balanced udders, lots of depth of seam um and and i think his quote was well now that the bull is gone he is destined for greatness so um, that unfortunately happens uh, but it's really neat um i recently saw you know online um some posts about um what bulls people were using in their type and high style programs and um it was very rewarding to see a lot of the breeders indicating that they were using bulls like Kid Rock, Canadian Club, Frank, and Ferdinand consistently and and many still indicating them that they were using tequila um, so we're very fortunate that we've um, had the support to develop that program further. Um, Frank um, you know himself is a really Awesome bull out of flawless. Um, the early reports of daughters are are very good. Um, he's a bull that his earliest daughters are probably, oh, in that spring yearling to summer yearling age here this uh spring. And um, you know, I've I've talked to quite a few people who have been out selecting for sales. And they indicated that Frank is a bull that they're going to go back and use more of. Um, And I think you're going to see Frank Daughters hitting those show rings uh, this year. Uh, Canadian club. um, Very honored that we were able to get um, this really high end uh, VIP son out of chocolate chip from the Avonlea program. Um, And, um, you know, he's, uh, taking off in sales, he's being used as a flush bull. Um, you know, it was fascinating. I've seen a couple online sales, and you know, seeing embryos being consistently sold by Canadian Club and having um, breeders really gravitate towards uh, the bulls like Kid Rock, Frank, and Canadian Club again is is just really um, rewarding, and. And when you take uh, and add to the lineup, you know, the, our Australian uh, bull from the Fernleaf family in Ferdinand uh, that Declan Patton was uh, able to provide for us, um, that just complements the portfolio. Um, really, really nice group of bulls um, that are very well respected so far by the breeders we're trying to serve. Um, looking forward, we're, we're going to have a bull coming into the program named La Spada. Um, that I'm pretty excited about. Um, you know, he's a, a Chrome son out of the Citation Lovely cow. Uh, he is JNS free. Um, gonna be, I think he's 22 for JUI. A little bit of that combination bull, a little bit of production. I think he's over 300 cheese merit. Um, he's gonna be high JPI. Um, bracket free with that that high level of JUI, so um, very excited uh, not only about the current bulls but the the future for that Jersey style program.
0: Definitely, a handful of extremely impressive Jersey type genetics um, available. So now let's just touch on the other color breeds. So what do we have in our in our lineup for Ayrshire's Guernseys, and Milking Shorthorns?
1: Well, the one thing I'll say, Laura, it's kind of fun. I always say to people right, that it's fun being able to speak multiple languages, and I don't speak many uh, real languages. But the ability to speak cows uh, on multiple different uh, breed platforms is something that I, I really think is uh, you know a, a very exciting thing, not just for myself, but for ST Genetics that we really put the emphasis that we're not going to be uh, a one trick pony. Um, we're going to really try right. to, uh, do what it is that each of those breeds want, uh, from a tight perspective. Um, so in the air breed, um, ringer is probably a bull that, um, you know, is, um, just, uh, gonna have a big influence. Um, You know, after his dam uh, was grand at Madison, I think now it's two years ago, um, talking to the Audettes about bringing in Ringer um, into the program and having him offered um, has been a really, really good addition to the um, style program. And um, seeing the early Ringer daughters um, here this uh, spring has been uh, lots of strength. Uh, lots of width, um, really open rib. I think you're going to see a lot of ringer daughters uh, do some pretty amazing things this year. Um, the Rushmore bull from Palmyra is uh, another bull that's going to have a, a big influence from the Ruth family, and um, you know he's he's got that super type, that high style. They're going to have a lot of femininity and length. And then uh, tried and true uh, bee king. Um, I think the bee king daughters speak for themselves in both the heifer ring and in the the, the cow form. Um, multiple um, daughters of bee king that have done exceptionally well for breeders. And you think about the, the different um, sire stacks in the air shear breed. The one thing I think that we're really grateful is that we're trying to Helped with the diversity a little bit with a bull like Ringer and and B King to to offer that type and style a little bit uh, different profile as well. In the Guernsey breed, um, really uh, excited about James Dean. Um, James Dean was a bull that was brought in uh, to be a little bit of that uh, very similar, I'm going to use the phrase Delta Lambda style. Um, that combination of production health with, with high type and, uh, James Dean has been used, uh, heavily by a lot of Guernsey breeders, both to make high PTI, um, high type show ring. Um, I, I personally haven't seen the James Dean daughters yet, but I think, um, we're going to see here in 2022 and beyond, uh, quite a few James Deans, uh, hitting the show ring. Um. Latimer is definitely our, our tried and true high type style bull for the Guernsey breed. Uh, both, uh, you know, he's, he's kind of sires that same combination of that high style, lots of rib, um, lots of openness, uh, really good udders on the early milking daughters um, and, and a really exciting bull um, that we have coming is, uh, or he is out now named Hurricane. Um, Hurricane is actually a a really high-ranking net merit and PTI bull, but he's actually going to be used on quite a few um, type pedigrees. Um, And I think you're going to see Hurricane being used by a lot of breeders. Um, So I'm kind of excited to to see what he's able to do for um, that type side. Um, And then uh, finishing out with the milking shorthorn breed, Uh, ricochet i mean ricochet in that milking shorthorn circle um, speaks for himself he's a a a name bull in the industry um having um multiple uh daughters both in milking form and as heifers that have uh, done amazing things still being used heavily as a, a mating sire for a lot of breeders so when we talk about The entirety of the style program, Um, you know, the one thing that stays tried and true is the concept of providing um, breeders what it is that they're looking for from a type uh, show ring perspective, but at the same time, trying to bring in some level of production, some level of help um, that is going to help uh, the breeds for those individual breeds, or help the cattle within those individual breeds for breeders uh, to sire the right kind of cows. So very um, diverse program, um, very intricate in the fact that we offer uh, genetics in all of the breeds. And again, you know, it, it takes a a team, and uh, very fortunate that the team is very supportive of uh, keeping um, bulls in the program that are, are going to add value to the
0: breeders we serve. Right. And I mean, just a lot of excitement um, around this program. You've already shared a lot of what is coming down the pipeline, but just to wrap up this style ST Talks, what are you most excited um, for about this style program? What what does the future look like for this program and what are you looking forward to?
1: Honestly, conversations. Um, probably, you know, we, the one thing that we know for sure in the dairy industry is that change is inevitable. And even when it comes to show ring style, high type, we have watched um, the industry over the last two, three decades change um to the type of animals that we're looking for that do um all of it. You know, uh, that sire bulls that sire the 94-point cow or the committee cow, um, bulls that sire the winner at Madison, bulls that uh sire the uh um 4-H calf that that you know, um, our young person is incredibly proud that they they've raised and developed um, bulls that sire levels of production um, that are going to keep profits rolling in, and and animals that breed back. We know that the industry will continue to evolve, and the type of cattle that we ask for or are being demanded by breeders will continue to evolve and improve genetically over time. Our job is to work with the breeders, listen to those conversations, um, add some insight, use the genetic tools that are available to us and the breeding programs that are having success and develop a program that will allow us to capture the genetic value that is going to continue to um, make those high type si- sires, but also um, influence the breed and and be led by the breeders themselves. So um, those conversations, those discussions about what it takes, what is needed, um, how can we improve and do better. Um, Those are probably the things that I'm personally most excited about. And I know our team is as well, because we learn from the breeders we work with, Um, you know, getting their insight, um, listening to their breeding programs uh, is, is all we, we want to emulate the best and the best is what we want to provide. So, the only way we can do that is from learning from those those breeders who are having success and and want to continue that.
0: Amazing. Well, Kevin, thank you for your time and for all of the great information you shared with us today on this full portfolio of the style genetics program.
1: Thank you very much for for having me and and uh, and hope that our listeners, uh, reach out to their ST genetics representative or any of the team members at ST. Definitely.
0: Well, this was another episode of ST talks. If you liked what you heard, you can find more episodes on your favorite podcast platform by searching ST talks or ST genetics. And if you want to learn more about ST genetics, visit our website at stgen.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.